You're listening to the Atlanta VoiceOver Studio and ProVoiceOverTraining.com podcast. Hey, I'm Mike Stout. And I'm Heidi Rue. We're both full-time voice talent and owners of Atlanta VoiceOver Studio and ProVoiceOverTraining.com. AVS is a recording and training studio in Atlanta with virtual options available to join. And ProVoiceOverTraining.com offers on-demand video resources to better your voiceover career. Our purpose in creating both of these is to give you the resources you need to create the career you want. And that's exactly why this podcast exists as well. Each month, we bring on an expert to share their industry knowledge, insight, and helpful tips. Visit AtlantaVoiceOverStudio.com and ProVoiceOverTraining.com for more great resources. I get, I mean, I have no idea what's going on. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we have Trevor Johns on the podcast. We're so happy to have you because Hello. Trevor is a friend. She's a colleague. We've known her for a long time. She's played um, my voiceover wife on many right. occasions. <laughs> yeah, that's the only out-of-marital affair I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm and happy to paid. share. And you got paid for it. <laughs> In a way, I got paid. So there you, I, go. you know, there you I go. mean, it, it's a win-win. The best type of affair ever. Right. That is true. Wow, this went south quick. Yeah. <laughs> but Trevor is not only an accomplished voice actor, but she is also a teacher at Atlanta VoiceOver Studio. She teaches a beginner intensive yes. class, and then she also does private coaching. So we'll talk a little bit about that at the end. But Trevor, tell us how you got started in voiceover. Uh, um, I came out of the womb. No, um, <laughs> I um, I mean, actually, like like high school, I did, I because I do imitations of people. And so I imitated several of the teachers at school. And they would let me do the Friday morning announcements. And I would do them as that teacher. Um, and, the, you know, everybody thought it was great, you know. So, um, but then I, I thought I was going to be on camera. Um, I thought I was going to go to L.A. during pilot season. I had a place to stay. I was going to get my feet wet. And then when I could, I'd have my own place. And, you know, it was back when a lot of comedians were getting sitcoms. And I thought I was funny enough to get a sitcom. So, <laughs> um, um, And then I took a – I was doing stand-up comedy – um, and through stand-up comedy, um, and I was just doing local clubs around Atlanta. I think Savannah and Augusta was my furthest traveling. Yeah. And I was always the opener. I was not the headliner. Um, but um, WSB Radio was looking for somebody. And that was the connection. Um, the guy that taught my comedy class, Jeff Justice Comedy Workshop. You should take mm -hmm. it yep. if you're out there. One of my buddies um, took that. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, and he he gave my name to WSB, and they called me, and oh. I went there and started on the radio. I was doing on-camera stuff, and um, I think it was Sally Neal that wow. called the radio station to look for me for a lottery spot. Um, and oh they were gosh. looking at me for the on-camera, but I wasn't sweet and innocent looking enough. <laughs> so I got the voiceover, and the lady um, mouthed to me. And so, and it was a singing spot, but they wanted me to sing badly, um, which I could do. And so, um, I, I, you know, it was supposed to be sort of a, a kitschy kind of thing. And um, I, I mean, I feel like I birthed the lottery. I did a lot of lottery stuff when it first came to Georgia. Yeah. They had more of a Southern type of tinge to it. Mm -hmm. um, and I did a lot of the lottery has been very, very good to me. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but that, that's, that's kind of how I got started. And then um, when radio um, 
is a very precarious industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing morning drive, and that is really not anything I think you can ever get used to. Um, you know, it was hard to nap during the day, yeah. and there's nobody to play with. You know, you're already <laughs> done working at noon, you know. Um, so um, I, I thought, you know, this voiceover stuff, I really like it, and it's acting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always approached it as it's acting, um, that I'm, a, I'm the person in the copy um, whether I'm the announcer or am I really a character, but I consider the announcer a character. Mm. So um, I thought, well, wow, this is pretty good. I don't have to memorize anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then I met my husband. He was like, what, you want to move to L.A.? I was like, okay, maybe not now, but I did. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to veer from the script. You got to okay. just tell a quick story about your husband. That's and true. Because, I mean, this is priceless right here. Oh, because, of how you guys met. Yeah, because both right. Heidi and I, we were in radio. We know what fans can be like. Yes. And there's some crazy ones out there. And yes. And evidently this one was not, but maybe he was? Well, I don't know what it was that I... So I did um, that a lottery spot where I'm instant woman, and we filmed all night long from 9 o'clock at night until 5.30 in the morning, and I had to be at work at 6. So I went right from the job to... Um, to work, right from the commercial to work. Um, And then I had to be down at the uh, Georgia World Congress Center because we had the Super Bowl in town. And then that (laughs) night I had my first date with my husband, um, Zan. And he um, came out to a live remote to see me. And I would go and do little um, sports terms. I'd say, oh, give me a sports term and I'll come back and give you a definition. You're like, tight end, Uh Um, (laughs) ha-ha. And so, and this was at a bar and I saw him come in with his friend. And so I was like, I'm going over there and ask them. And so I went over there and I asked him and, um, you know, we played along. And then afterwards, um, I had some girlfriends there. He and his friend were like, hey, can we buy you a beer? I'm like, no, we're leaving. And so um, we told him where we were going. Um, And, of course, we made a stop somewhere else along the way. We ended up at our final destination, and we got in there, and and they knew me at this place. Uh, The bartender did. And the bartender was like, this guy came in here, and he was looking for you. And he left his card. And so I got the card, and, and his name is Zan. Pascal. And I was like, Zan, oh my God, with a name like Zan, he must be full of himself, right? Um, and then he sent me a card to the radio station and said, you know, I'd love to get to meet you. Um, you know, it's up to you. And I was like, what the hey, man? And so I responded back, you know, met him someplace in public. Um, and uh, we've been married for 26 years. Wow. It's amazing. That's he awesome. looks like my my favorite dog because he has a beard with a little gray in it. You he's know? had it for that long? Yeah. Oh, he's wow. always had the beard. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So he reminded me of Shammy. And I thought, how can this guy who looks like a golden retriever be bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, have... don't let that be the only yeah. stipulation, okay? <laughs> Trevor's got a great intuition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So back to VO. Oh, Yeah. What has been your favorite project over the years? Do you have one? Because um, I know there's been many. Yes. Um, I'd say one of my favorite projects that I'm really proud of, um, and I find this odd that I get this work most – I mean, I, I kind of drive in two lanes. I'm, I'm warm and caring. I do a lot of hospital stuff, or I do kind of comedy, crazy mom, that kind of stuff. Um, and I have a um, – a hospital spot that I did, um, and it was about cancer treatment, and it was a husband and wife. And I see this spot today. I'm thinking about it now, and I know what Mm -hmm. happens, and it gets me a little perclimped. It was just such the music, and I never saw the video 
I just mm. had the copy. And then when I saw the copy with the video and that I was so on it without mm. ever even seeing the, that, I was yeah. like, this is awesome. I mean, that I'm so awesome. Um, so that, and that was a big campaign. I had several um, different um, commercials with them. Um, Lottery's been my favorite stuff because they always have really great creatives that let you play. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, you know, we'd lay it down, and they're like, all right, what would you do? And I I like that kind of thing. I like to be able to have them at, you know, how would you do this, you know? Oh, it's great when when creatives ask because it's like, okay, we've done everything that we've done. Are you hearing something else with this? Yes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they do go with, you know, what we as talent have come up with because we've, you know, we've dive in. It's just something that they've never thought of. And it's right. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's cool. And that's um, Scanna. I'm the yeah. mom bear on the Scanna. And that is almost totally ad lib um, oh, wow. because they, they don't know exactly what they're going to need. So, you know, give me yeah. as many lines. So I know when I'm preparing for that, I'm already thinking of different lines and alts to it um, awesome. to put in there. But that nice. that is fun stuff to yeah. do. Yeah. You do a great job with the scanner, yeah, mama bear. The, you. I the feel the like a bear. That they use, I mean, I don't even recognize you. <laughs> I know. Well, I just figured she would be a bear and, you know, she's new to town. So she's going to want to be nice to people. You know, she's got two cubs. She's, you know, perfectly willing to be a snack mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and she's got that big, goofy husband. I can relate yeah, to that very right. well. <laughs> same, girl, same. What? <laughs> um, you know, you've had a long career in voiceover, and it, we, we're hearing a lot of great things and highlights and stuff, but I'm sure that in that period, there's definitely been some challenging seasons or something that's challenging that's happened in your career. Um, what's been one of those things, and then how did you get through it? Um, absolutely. I mean, I think I've gone, you know, down to the depths of, oh my gosh, I need to get a job. What am I, what else am I going to do? What yeah. can I do? Mm-hmm. I'm never going to work again. Mm-hmm. Um, there are dry spells. Um, and I think that having a strong community of other voiceover friends mm-hmm. helps with that um, to kind of say, you know, it's January. We don't suck. Right. You know, <laughs> right. And, and just to kind of remind you. And then I think now with where I started with VO and now, uh-oh where I am with VO, um, there's so many other things that I have to do now Mm -hmm. as a VO talent. I mean, Mm -hmm. before I was strictly talent. And now, you know, I've got to learn, you know, engineering. And I have gone kicking and screaming into learning to um, record myself and edit and all of that stuff. It's a necessity and it can be done. Mm -hmm. Um, You do have to practice it. But I was like, and, and that was the point where I was like, wait a minute, am I losing jobs because I don't have a home studio? Right. And my agent was kind of like, well, kind of, yeah. you know. And I used to think when I was in sessions and people would talk to the engineer about like gain or whatever, and I'd be like, what are they, a nerd? Like, who cares? Just <laughs> right. Come here. Why do you care about how you record? God. But it's uh, there. there's so many more things that are important. So I think that those are things that you can do you know, if if you're not if you don't have a job or you've you've gotten through with all the auditions you have for the day, you know what do all your profiles look like on you know your pay to play sites, 
Um, what what does your website look like? Does it need some tweaking? Is it working? You know, has it been hijacked? Yeah. When was the last time you looked <laughs> right. at it? You know? This is very true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, or you know, researching. You know, where else do you want to go? I think it's also a great time to coach mm. to remind you that mm. you don't suck. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you need somebody else just to be like, hey, you're really good. Yeah. It's just part of the yeah. industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. So you've been at this for quite some time. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> I think we just said that back to back too. Yeah. So, way to remind Let's you. Highlight it yeah. In this podcast, like how please. many years, <laughs> long years have you been at? So back when they invented microphones, <laughs> it was yes. I knew Neumann well. <laughs> we were big partners. You went and partied with him, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I'm the one who said, you know, I really think you should go Neumann and not Newman. Because people are going to look at it and yeah. say Newman. But right. you'd really yeah. have no. a little twist yeah. to your, your whole thing if you'd yeah. go Neumann. Right. Yeah. Much so, more memorable. And, and look where he is today. Exactly. Billions of dollars later. Yeah. And he has you to thank. I know. <laughs> so thinking back to when you first started, what's something that that you wish you'd known, like if you could go back and tell younger Trevor and just starting out in voiceover, what would you tell her? I would tell her you need to learn all of it. You need to learn all of the business. You need to learn, and I think this is true with any business that anybody goes in, you're only going to benefit yourself to know how how the whole all the pieces fit together and how it all works yeah. because you don't know when you might you know you guys as owners you don't know when you're going to have to step in to mm-hmm. a, a place in your business where you know if something needs to be filled in right. yeah. um and i think that that would you know m- learn all of it because it's mm-hmm. not going to you know I wish I'd paid more attention with, you know, when I was in radio, I was strictly talent. I didn't, t- I, was, I didn't even turn my button on, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, you know, and, and I wish I'd taken more of an opportunity to learn um, the technical stuff. Mm-hmm. But I am planning on getting a T-shirt or a, a sweatshirt or something that says, I'm strictly talent. I love it. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I love it. Um, Well, do you have a resource or app or some kind of tool that, or tip that has helped you the most in your VO career? Um, I would, um, I use a lead in. I I think specifically of a person that I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. I say their name. I put myself in the script, and I think that those things make a huge difference with your um, with your reads yeah. um, for auditions. Um, and script um, calculator, word calculators mm-hmm. are very good when you have to figure out, when you have to negotiate on your own and figure out how long your script is right. <laughs> and all yeah. that. I think that is an ingenious tool. Yeah. Do you have an app or do you just use a... Um, is, Kelly Buttrick has, a, has okay. an app for that and also Edge Studios. Oh, nice. Oh. Okay, great. And you put in the number of words and it'll tell you around about how long it is to read. And, yeah. And what is the name if people were to go search on, do you know? On the word calculator. Just word calculator. <laughs> okay. That's easy. Great. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Say it like it is. Got it. Now, right. Trevor teaches one of our beginner and voiceover beginner voiceover intensive classes. So, Trevor, it's it's it used to be Heidi and I teaching, and then Jill came on board and started teaching, and then you were next. Whatever Jill does, I have to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you guys make a good team anyway. Yeah, you do. You do. But what can people expect when they sign up for your beginner voiceover intensive class? Um, my goal is to give 
everybody a top to bottom. This is what you're embarking on. This is these are just the basics of um, of voiceover of looking at copy, how you're going to tackle copy, different strategies to help you get into the different tones that we um, that we talk about that we use. Um, and I want people to feel that they trust me and that they feel safe because I want to push you out of your um, your comfort zone and you want to come in here and have a good time and relax and play because you're in here with a bunch of other people who are doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So let yourself go. And um, I think it once people, if they're here and they've signed up for the class, then they're on their way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and one thing that I've I've learned from when when we were teaching, or rather Heidi was teaching, and then I interspersed, hopefully, bits of wisdom here and here and there. She just was able to make it cohesive and whatnot. But one of the things that I I enjoyed about it, and we used to say, you know, fail forward. Mm. But when you come in, especially off the street, you know, as just learning this because it is a beginner, or we've had people who are, have been in the career for a while and just wor- weren't taught the foundation, you know, of right. this stuff that going in the booth and it's not a matter of getting it wrong. Like when you give direction to someone who's in the booth, it's a matter of the students learning, oh, there's a certain way that she wants this to sound. I just figured out a way that is not that. So what's the next way to move forward to that? Does that make sense? You guys are giving me the eyes. Sorry, I'm a little confused. Um, I was thinking about what I'm making for dinner. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what are you making for dinner? Can you send me the recipe? <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Meaning? What was your question? <laughs> I think I'm just going to move on. <laughs> Different ways to skin a cat? No, it's, it's, yeah, it's basically you're not you're not failing in voiceover. You're just realizing, oh, there's just a different way to to get the, to these different specs that I have to. So we've got, you know, in the in the intensive, we have all these different specs that we do every day. Mm. Friendly conversational, the ride dry, the sarcastic, whatever it is. Yes. If you think that you're coming across a certain way, you find out that you might not be. Yes. So you're getting a greater command over what you can do and, right. and learn that direction because when you get hired on a gig, you've got these creatives throwing all these different directions at you. You need to know where to go with that. Yes. And yes. if not, then they're not going to have you back. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't want to be hard to, yeah. no. to get it out of. Yeah. It's like an instrument, too. You've got yeah. to learn your own instrument. And so there's nothing wrong with your instrument. Your instrument's good. It's just learning how to use it and right. how to yeah. tune it. Yeah. Um, you already talked a little bit about like what you wish you had known when you first started in voiceover, which was just to like know everything, learn everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that would probably be your advice to someone that's starting out. But what about to somebody that's been in it for a little while, even if they've done it for maybe a few years? Because I feel like even that period of time, sometimes the hardest, because sometimes people will have that initial like success and they're like, okay, I got a job. This is great. I'm making money at this. Oh Mm -hmm. my gosh, this is Mm -hmm. so exciting. And then it is hard when you start to face those times of, you know, dry spells or whatever. And it's Mm -hmm. the first time that you're going through it Mm -hmm. because it takes time to build resilience. But what advice would you give to somebody? And maybe not even necessarily about how to um, get through those times, but what advice would you give to somebody that's maybe been in it for a little bit or tr- has been trying to get into it for a little bit? I think that 
being in it that you always, you know, we're always learning. We always need to be coaching. You know, every experience is different with different copy, different creative directors that you might work with. Um, and I think that this business changes really quickly, mm-hmm. I found out. Yeah. So I think if you're in that spot, maybe the first thing you should ask yourself is, okay, what's changed? What, is, you know, this is what I was doing. It was really going great. And now I'm hitting this, you know, spot in the road. What's changed? Mm-hmm. And try to figure out what that is and and how you can change. And again, I think that you've got to have people, touch points in your community around you mm-hmm. that you can talk to and just ask. And I think that, you know, we are even, you know, even to send an audition and go, hey, what do you think? Did I hit it? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that doing stuff like that is yeah. is helpful because there's nobody else that knows what we know. Yeah. So it, it helps to have that good community. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And especially if you do have an agent that, that won't do that. Like I, the reason why I was late is because I had a, my agent came back at me the third time. They're like, Hey, this isn't sounding like we need it to sound. And so I had to get that in, Yeah, which is good. But if you have a community of people mm-hmm. who are, you know, that you could just, like you just said, shoot it off and just say, is this, am I, am I on, on task with this? You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, we, we do that, you know, I do that like Jill Perry and I are, we're, mm-hmm. we're big buddies with that. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, I think it just, and, and you need somebody else's ear. Yeah. To hear, so you know, what is that? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder and mm-hmm. hearing is in the ear of the hearer. Be, yeah. The hearer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Never heard that before. I love it. That's great. <laughs> did you just make that up? I did. Okay. <laughs> Improvisation. Right here. Quote by it's, it's Trevor Johnson. Acting. Yeah. Acting. <laughs> I love it. Well, Trevor, thank you so much. We're so just appreciative of you and your involvement here in the studio and the way that you pour into students' lives and um, and we just we just adore you. And, and if, if anyone's thinking about taking Trevor's class or needing a private coach, then check out Trevor on our website, atlantavoiceoverstudio.com. And then you can also find out more about Trevor. We'll put all of her information in the show notes, her website and where you can find her online and social Can't and wait stuff. to see so, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the podcast is audio, so we won't see it, but you could see the show oh. notes. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's so That's disappointed okay. right now. Whatever. <laughs> it's like the first Georgia Lottery commercial, right? I mean, I hired a glam squad and everything for this, and now you're telling me nobody's even going to see me? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Beauty is in the eye of the bubble. Oh, that doesn't even Beauty's work. Beauty is in the Never eye of the bubble. Never mind. <laughs> yes. Just imagine, people. Just imagine. <laughs> the end.